0: Welcome to the "Not in the Job Description Podcast. I'm Scott McLaughlin. And I'm Chris Kiernan. No matter what type of job you've had, there were situations that happened to you during work that you couldn't wait to tell your friends about.
1: We interview a variety of guests about some of their crazy stories from work, from entry-level food service industry jobs to doctors and attorneys. We will explore funny, gross, embarrassing scary, and sometimes almost unbelievable stories that people have experienced while on the job.
0: Keep in mind that our guests or the companies they work for may be masked in order to protect the innocent or maybe even the guilty. On today's episode, we talk to Dan, who is in the medical device sales industry. Welcome, Dan. Thanks. Hey, Dan. Appreciate it. So medical device sales, I mean, when I think about that, I think this could be one of a thousand different things because there's so much technology involved. Tell us about what kind of medical device sales you're involved in. Currently in uh, spine hardware
2: fixation sales. Um, work for a, a, a large distributor. so 1099 independent contractors okay. that, um, I have responsibilities of managing about 60% of the state of Ohio and uh, work with orthopedic and, and neurospine surgeons for you know a multitude of things degenerative spine, trauma, tumor um, deformity so very very uh, challenging and intriguing environment in
0: in the medical device sales uh, arena. Yeah and with the way my back's been feeling I'm gonna have to keep you in very close contact. Oh yeah. Um, So before we even get deep into that how does one I mean what what's the background what's the schooling how do you even get into this business?
2: My background you know let's take it back to college you know I have a, a degree in kinesiology so you know, study the body in motion and, and you can kind of, you go in multiple directions with, with a, with a, you know, degree in this, what, you know, some of my, you know, friends went off into med school, chiropractor school. They went to uh, sports medicine, athletic training. And then, you know, there's some of us that uh, <laughs> get in, get into sales. And so <laughs> you kind of luck into it, right. Cast a large net and, and, and have a network. And, um, you know, i you Know from Western Pennsylvania and moved to Ohio to actually work in logistics yeah. with, with FedEx Freight. Um, okay, you know, that was my first job out of college, knew nothing about logistics, but like, hey, f- trying to find anybody willing to, to learn this uh, industry. So while I moved out here, you know, like, hey, I'm gonna network with the right people and and try to either get into farm pharma sales or. Med device sales, and and you know I didn't have the background in sales. You know I you know I played sports through college, played baseball, and not enough time to have side jobs. Um, yeah. You know especially in, in in you know retail sales or whatever. And oddly enough, met my wife you know when I first moved out here, and her roommate when she was in college. Her boyfriend, now husband at the time, was uh, working, waiting to get into med school at at Wright State. Okay, came up here from Oklahoma and was working as a, a scrub tech and, and some of the hospitals there and in, in, in the Dayton area. And, uh, you know, we kind of hit it off, had similar backgrounds and, and he's like, Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to get into this medical device sales. And I'm like, you know, I, I, I really wanted to get into this. And I kind of piggybacked Wait, off. His you want to like, leave FedEx for that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, it was a great, a great place. Um, <laughs> uh, if you know, coming out of, out of college, um, and getting a management experience like right away, Absolutely. Uh, is a yeah. slippery slope, you yeah, know, yeah, being yeah. 22 years old and be, you know, <laughs> you get to learn from your mistakes immediately. A lot of, yeah. a lot of mistakes being made, but, um, he decided to go with one company, uh, that he was interviewing with. And then, you know, f- said, Hey, uh, f- to this other company he decided not to work for said, Hey, why don't you call this guy, you know, similar backgrounds to me. And so I, I jumped in and, and, you know, started doing, you know, hips, knees, you know, this total joint reconstruction world mm-hmm. with a small company out of uh, Florida and uh, kind of just evolved and morphed from there and got into spine.
0: And that's where I've been in spine now for whew, almost 14 years now. So, and I can assure you, this is the first time in this studio that get into spine has ever been said before. <laughs> <Get> in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so you, you know, how, how many different types of, uh, apparatuses or apparati, mm-hmm. I don't know. I went to public school. How many <laughs> ha- have you sold? I mean, you have to have a certain amount of knowledge in order to mm-hmm. sell these things because yeah. you've got to talk to doctors who know the yeah. body front and back uh, of that particular yes. you know, place you're, you're operating in. How many, how many different devices have you worked on selling? Oh, wow. I mean, there's, I, I don't have a number off my head, but in, in the spine world,
2: it's it's funny. You know, we talk about, you know, you you, you have a, a patient and, and pathology and you, you have a room of five orthopedic spine surgeons and five neurosurgeons. And they look at the same image and you'll probably get seven answers oh. on how they would treat it. And so whatever that is, yeah, you, you, we have... Everything from minimally invasive, maximally invasive, um, you know, to, to to treat that patient. But uh, I was very fortunate when when I started in the spine industry. I worked for it with Synthes. Is it was as sold and merged, and I think was arguably, probably, uh, and I'm biased towards it, probably one of the best. Um, okay. At at from an education standpoint and kind of how the company worked and and it really invested a lot of time. I mean, I went through a lot of training, yes. clinical training, pro- and and kind of how to have those conversations and not sound like a moron uh, <laughs> when you're talking to a, to a surgeon and, and they, they sniff it out pretty quick. Yeah. Um. If if you have a, have the slightest clue about you know sure. what you're talking about, so you know it was a year process of going in and spend two weeks and do some training and and then you know get grilled by surgeons and then go back for another week and get a little bit deeper into it so you can have these conversations when a surgeon says hey you've got a patient and you know i'm trying to achieve x right what do you have right. what what right. do you have to help me because i'm using you know this other company and 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 you know I, i'm having some struggles here yeah um and 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 you know what do you have and so be able to craft that conversation as to why i have something that's going to make their life a little bit easier
1: i I gotta think initially that was probably the hardest part of the job just the intimidation of going in and knowing that you're going to talk to this surgeon that's a spine surgeon right how smart are these guys and you're trying to tell them why you know your device is better yeah than the other. And they're probably thinking, well, what the hell does this guy know? He's he yeah. played baseball for Penn state. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: I mean, for, first of all, Penn state too. So being here in, in, in Ohio, but no, you're right. I mean, it, it is, um, I think there's, there's something with us, you know, sales guys, there's something wrong, you know, I, mean, I, 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 I know there's I, something I, wrong with you. I can yeah, tell. Right. So, but you, you know, you're absolutely right. There's certain surgeons that you have that conversation. They're open receptive. They want to, they, they, they kind of like the industry and want to learn a little bit more about what you have and what you offer. And some of them are like, Hey, once again, you don't have the right letters after your name and, right? and right. you're never going to have that. So I'll call you <laughs> when I need you. Right, um, and right. so you, you, you learn very quickly. You kind of, um, you get your butt handed to you um you learn from it you move on and and kind of uh you start to learn about people and and their personalities and you know okay uh, how do you profile them and and right. who who can i talk to how how can i there's some surgeons that are okay they're receptive to being challenged a little bit um and have those clinical conversations and some of them it's once again yeah you'll never have that conversation right. with them ever again and that's fine i mean i mean with all due respect it, they have way more training than I, than I did. And, and so I provide a service and, 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 you know, try to be this value add. Right. And, and I really enjoy working with the surgeons that see you as a part of the clinical team. Yeah.
1: And then on the flip side, is there a situation where you're going in and you're talking to the surgeon and in your mind, you're thinking, how the hell is this guy a surgeon? I could do this better than him. (laughs) I mean, certainly you don't have that, you know, cockiness I know, but, but I'm sure like anything else, you have great ones and you have not so great ones. Mm And when you come across the not so great one, are you mentally thinking like, "Oh boy, I don't ever want to go to this guy"? Um,
2: yeah, yeah, you, you do. Once again, you know, in in our world, you're like, "Oh boy," you know, I'm trying to start up a business and trying to get things going. You can't be picky, right? You know, right. You, you know so. Uh, but there, there is a you know, it's like, hey, slippery slope as to man, like what's, what's, what's the blowback on this? You know, if we, we do this and and things go south and then the patient ends up somewhere else and now it's your product that's in them. And so once again, I don't have the letters after my name to make that decision, but in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, all right, this is, this, this one's going to be a challenge. Yeah.
0: You know, when I was doing a little research on what exactly are medical devices? Mm-hmm. It, it says that a medical device is any instrument, appliance, implement, machine, apparatus, there we go again, implant, vitro reagent, software, or material uh-huh. that the manufacturer intends to use alone or in combination for a medical purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. of all those things what do <laughs> you i mean do you deal with a lot of software or is it mostly <laughs> implants uh, is it injectables like what what do you deal with so implants um
2: so you know we're talking about titanium material or a type of plastic we call peak it's a poly ether ether ketone right it's visible you can see through it on an x-ray but it it has its purpose to you know hold a, a space open you know while while bones are healing but now we are in the new age there there's software we have navigation in the you know the operating room where it's like a gps you know yeah. for for your body and you can see instruments Live. Right. So it's it's trying to make this, you know, us better and more accurate, more specific and, and improve the outcomes. And and now you've got this world of, you know, AI that we're, we're delving into, which is going to be really, really unique and, you know, custom implants now versus kind yeah. of I have this massive set here of of different sizes and I think I was talking to Chris coming over here and what you know what you offer I think we maybe can pare it down and be really more patient specific
0: which I think ultimately yeah. will be better for patient care. Yeah, you get some just in time inventory going for individual specifics. Yeah. That that to me is like the end all be all but yep. you know there's still a bunch of uh, I don't know. They don't call it body farm, but essentially <laughs> all the pieces for knees and things like that, that yeah. they take off cadavers and things, they've got those in different sizes that they literally just keep stored. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We have, I
2: mean, when you're t- dealing with what, you know, we call allograft uh, tissue is, you know, the donor tissue. And we, we use that still in, in, in spinal surgery for fusion purposes. Uh, but then, yeah, you have your sports medicine with, with tendons and ligaments and for reconstruction. Yeah. It's uh it. Yeah, you're right. It's just, it's, it seems like an odd thing, but you know, now, you know, you, you're trying to get into more synthetics that maybe yeah. they'll last longer. Right. They don't have, have such an expiration date or right. it, you can transfer from hospital, hospital, uh, easier, uh, yeah. because of, you know, human tissue and the tracking. And it's, it's very rigorous
0: and adds, adds to it. So, okay. Now I, I know when I was probably about seven years old, uh, my father had both of his hips replaced mm-hmm. and this was like when I was seven, That was like 1910. <laughs> so I remember my dad did not want to stay in the hospital, so he came home the day after. And back in the day, man, that thing was like a two weeks in the hospital. Now mm-hmm. I have a father in law who had hip surgery, and he was dancing the next day. Like it's yeah. your, your ass is up and moving. Yeah, back then it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember them showing the hip socket replacement that they put in, mm-hmm. and it was this steel shiny thing with the ball on it. Yep. And coincidentally, my wife, later on in her uh, art career, ended up drawing a pile of those in a pencil art, which is kind of uh-huh. bizarre. But that got me thinking, like, how much of the stuff that you've sold in the past, because of how quick technology progresses, how much of it's obsolete? Yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, you know, especially from, uh, like, saying hips, right? There,
2: it's still the same concept, right? Improve the approach, now that's why they're up, and, and now they learned a little bit more. Hey, let's get up and get moving. But we can be more minimally invasive, less tissue disruption. So we're always moving it in the direction of you know how how quickly can we get the patient back, right? And what do we have to offer? And so you know from a spine perspective, it's kind of interesting the evolution into minimally invasive. Fine because of software and navigation allows the surgeon to not have to open up and see everything. They can be more specific. And now and, uh, you're trusting software um, and it's, it's pretty accurate. And then, you know, with motion preservation, like, you know, what you do with a hip or a knee, right, you're, you're, you're kind of replacing that. We're doing that in the spine uh, for the right, the right candidates and patients and not, you know, we're learning yeah, what happens, you know, when, when you put screws and rods and fuse them, right. If the right patient comes in, the right candidate, we can preserve that and, and kind of circumvent what the the cascade that yeah. happens right so um yeah, it's kind of interesting to see you know from two thousand the type oh, yeah. the type of of constructs you know that the surgeons you know what we had what they had right well the best at that time to now you know twenty twenty three it's it's night and day it's different yeah, I'm you sure know? you look like an
0: erector set
2: you know that you're like wow um, yeah how <laughs> yeah how, how
0: how did we put this in well, you know, you've so- also got me wondering like how much of the advances are product specific or, Hey, maybe we shouldn't make a 17 inch cut down the side of this person's leg to replace mm-hmm. their hip. Like how much of it is, this is really technology versus, Hey, we found out not to destroy all this tissue because that's really tough to get up and going. Uh huh. Yeah. No. So it's, it's kind of a, um, it,
2: it, it the approach to that. Yeah. You're right. Is to, okay. Hey, uh, let's, let's not disrupt the tissue. Right. Because it, typically doesn't heal back to the way it was before you cut the tissue. A lot of scar, you know, there's scarring that's there. Uh, But we do have to change the implant, right? The instruments are set up for this maximally invasive exposure. Now we've got to, like you know, try to find an implant that's smaller and, and can hook around, you know, a corner, especially from a hip, you know, yeah, right. the, what they can do, right. um, uh, with, with, you know, an anterior approach on a hip is, is, is amazing. I'm like, how, how do you get there? How do you see it? But it, they're, they're trained on it and, and the instruments are so precise and specific to help them achieve that. So it's both, right. You know, you got to change the implant with the approach. Um, but, it, it, it's kind of cool to see the the evolution and yeah. and, and kind of how, you know, it, it's now not this massive two, three week thing. Uh, oh, to, right. To, you know, for, right. for some of these patients. And do you,
0: do you see some of the old equipment that you sold back in the day? Oh, that, yeah. Do you look at it and just go, wow, I can't believe that was oh, the best we had? Uh, right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Right now. I mean, we have patients that come back because
2: they have to it's have time. A, it's right? time for, you know, the adjacent segment has now degenerated, right? Now we've got it and you're like, what 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 (laughs) is this but at the time yeah it's like this was cutting edge and 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 it's like oh wow um you know we've we've you know pared it down make it smaller make it a little bit easier to use and it's like like wow
0: a paper mache vertebrae (laughs) i didn't realize we did that
2: (laughs) it's it's crazy yeah so uh, and it's 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 uh so it's fun to see you know the evolution and i'm kind of looking forward to i think this pandemic kind of Uh, put a little pause on kind of how we do things. Um, and so now it's, it'll be interesting. And the, the world of, uh, mergers and acquisitions, um, are, are upon us, especially in spine. So
1: one of the things I find fascinating because we've talked before about this is not only do you sell or try to sell them some of this equipment and educate them on new advances, but part of your job is to actually be in on the operating, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. maybe, and and some of it is that's when you're trying to show them the benefits, right? Is right there during yep. the procedure, so you've probably seen some kind of pretty cool. Yeah. Surgeries and, and things, right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. I mean, from pediatric surgery to, you know, you're talking about spine oncology to minimally invasive degenerate spine and scoliosis. So uh, yeah, it it really is. It's unique and, and and once again, every every customer is a little bit different um in what your role and responsibility is. Right. And and there's some that say, you know, hey, you're part of you're part of my team and let's look at the MRIs. Let's look at the CTs together. Let's talk. Let's strategize. Let's plan. That's, uh, that's where it kind of keeps me going right. is, is that side. And then there's some that says, Hey, stand in a corner, hand me and, a screw. <laughs> and when you're called upon, <laughs> right. You speak right, but right. A, outside of that, you don't exist. Right. right. Um, and so that's, so it's, it's learning, learning that, but yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot and, and it's, it is kind of, it's rewarding, uh, mm-hmm. for, for those, um, to, to see, some of the, some of these, you know, crazy things that kind of come through, you know, the operating room and, and, and it's like, Hey, how's that? I always still always ask, Hey, how's that? How's that patient doing? And hey, it's, yeah. it's, it's great. Um, you know, it's like, Hey, actually sure they're doing, they're doing really well. And, and, you know, and if you have the opportunity to make a suggestion as to, you know, Hey, did you think about, you know, let's, let's maybe try, try something different. What do you think doc? You know, well will tell me more. And I think that's, that's really cool uh, to be a kind of a part of that sure. and, yeah. and have someone that says, you know, I trust you and, and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. Ultimately they make the decision, not right, me, right, right. not me. They make the decision, but you know, it's cool to be able to, uh, you know, talk clinically and, 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 and make some suggestions and, and, you know, and, and it's cool to see them work out.
1: Well, and a good surgeon is going to want to use every tool in the toolbox, right? Yeah. And that's what you are to them. And, yeah. And the good ones yeah. cuz they know you've seen some things and maybe Absolutely. you could relate back to oh hey I saw this other surgery and this yeah. had a similar situation and here's how they work through it so yeah
2: and and now being so deep into this and seeing so many different types of procedures and and it's now having an opportunity to manage and educate others you know younger and and like hey we got this surgery and it's pretty vague you know when they when they schedule it but they're like hey I I know you're involved in this so just get me, get me what I need, right? And so it's like, hey, let's think about this because y- you get in and and there's so many, you you they pivot, uh, change of plans. We're right. going in this. Do do you have this? Do you have that? And it's like, yep, yep. I thought about that. You know, I I thought about maybe some of the challenges that we would face. I got it. Uh, and it's a it's it's a it's a rough feeling when you're like, no. Didn't didn't think about that last night when I was at two o'clock in the morning when I was stressing about this, you know, big
0: big surgery. So, yeah, you mentioned bringing in like if you're training people and how nice that is. I gotta imagine this field of technology moves so swiftly. It, I always think about people going into things like computer science. Do you think they teach them at the bit and the byte level of computer science, or are they like, okay, this machine will help you write write in six different codes, you know? Mm-hmm. Do, I wonder, do you guys take them through the evolution of? Yes, we used to use this, but now we use this, and here's why. Yeah, I
2: mean that is a part of the process as to and and knowing right each surgeon and how they approach things, right? And it's like, hey, these guys are more old school, or they want to be a part of the new cutting edge. Um, so you've got to know it. You you kind of have to have that uh, that depth. Uh, and knowledge of how it was done before and how it's moving and, 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 and kind of know, because you're going to get a phone call yeah, and, and you're going to have an opportunity. And so you need to understand what the surgeon's trying to accomplish and how, how their approach is. And so you do it's, and, and it takes a long time and you have to yeah. see a lot and, and, and experience it. And you also have your butt, butt handed to you because you show <laughs> up and you're like, God, that, 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 that. <laughs> That was not that. That was not the way I Didn't wanted. Go it. Well. Did not go well. Uh, we got
0: through it, but
2: it did not go the way I thought in yeah. my
0: mind. So yeah. For some of those old school uh, surgeons, do you just keep like a jar of leeches in the back of the car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. You know, you got to have something to sell no. to everybody,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, but um, yeah, there's you. You got to have the have, it, some of them. You know, you ask like, hey, do you do you have? Remember, remember we used to use these type of, uh, I- implants. Do you got like we, we discontinued those a decade ago. <laughs> you don't have a clearance um, rack. for yeah, them? <laughs> yeah. no, And then there's some where, you know, you, you kind of get nervous and, you know, you say, Hey, we're rationalizing this because there's only three surgeons in the country that, that use it. And, and, and we, we can't put it on our shelf. we, we you know, and so you're like, Hey doc. I know you rely on these, but yeah. can we move, you know, into this, you know, right. this it's, era? Yeah. 2023. Um, let's, yeah. let's think of it. Well, no, I like it. And and and, and I appreciate those <laughs> type of surgeons. Like, I use what I use, and it works for me. And and so that's those are great yeah. customers to have. And then you kind of panic. And you're like, yeah. oh, my God. Well, you'll right. definitely get some, take repeat, away from him.
0: You, you'll get some repeat business off of those wooden knees that they were still <laughs> yeah, selling yeah, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They'll be back. Yeah, they'll be good back. for them. Good, good business. Yeah, right? So, you know, I was going to ask – how often you find yourself in the operating room. But I guess, what, what's a day in the life of a medical device salesperson? Boy, it is a
2: puzzle um, that you're, you put together every day. So it depends. Uh, you know, if you're new and you have a new geography and you're prospecting, you're spending a lot of time cold calling, right, and trying to get in front of, of surgeons. Now, hey, post-pandemic we're changing the way we do things right now. We're trying to figure out how do we reach the customer differently yeah. before. Yeah. You knock on doors or you're in the hospital, you see somebody, you sidebar them, have a conversation. So for us, it just, you know, my life now, cause we're, we're so busy in the operating room. It's you're, you're planning for the, the plethora of, of surgeries that, you know, we're very fortunate to have some, great customers and and supporting them and and getting through so you're trying to get all your instruments and implants in and sterilized and passed off to sterile processing and hopefully you have everything you need implants instruments for for that next day show up and the cases start surgery start going right, and you, you know you're kind of getting through that day and adapting. And phone, the phone's ringing because somebody else needs something across town, or you know someone, another you know surgeon who's on call needs something, and now we've got to pivot and yeah. and and you know try to scramble to get a body over there uh, to 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 cover surgery. Um, but you know we're also still thinking about of a sales plan. You know right. h- sure. how do we, how do we still grow our business? We're you know hunter mentality. And so I think that's, that's a big challenge is trying to take care of your current customers and still grow, grow customers. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it, every day is a different, different puzzle um and i don't know if you have ever seen the the show mayor of kingstown it's like there's a character in that where you kind of feel like every day as soon as your eyes are open that yeah. phone starts ringing yeah. and it's like oh god
0: what <laughs> yeah.
2: what is going to happen today even um, in my
0: job we always joke that as soon as your ass hits the chair it's like someone's shot a starter pistol and yeah. you are off to the race yeah yeah and <laughs> and the and the and, and and the you know the people in our industry that that
2: have been around do it well we there's a lot of us that like chaos. Mm-hmm. It just I and, and some of us say, God, I wish <laughs> I wish there was less of it. Yeah. Or or boy, it's time to try something new. But as soon as you get a week of, you go on vacation, all of a sudden you're, you're itching to get back in the, you know, in the trenches and, and you're like, I, I, I need chaos in my life yeah. to
0: function. <laughs> now, do you guys have a lot of administrative support? Cause surgeries aren't done on the fly. I mean, they, they've mm-hmm. got a surgical schedule. So do you know like, okay, mm-hmm. April 10th, I have to be at this hospital at this yeah. OR with this doctor? Yeah. So that's, that's a baseline, right? And it's never, it, it constantly
2: changes. Every day, you know, you could show up and say, I have two, and, and you walk out of your, you know, oh my God, we just did seven. Oh, because, wow. you know, now, you know, surgeons are, you know, because they pushed patients off because of pandemics right Mm -hmm. uh when you're talking about neurological issues they progress quickly and it's like hey i just saw this patient in clinic and i had to admit them to the er and now our days change so um yeah it's we do have there's app services that certain it depends on what health system you're working in um a lot of uh, the elective surgeries get scheduled and then they send it to us in an app and so we kind of have an idea there but it's maybe correct 50 percent of the time so um so that's That's part of your chaos right there yeah exactly you show up and you you know you look at a surgery board and say oh my god like what when did this happen what (laughs) what like well you know we we decided to schedule this last night at ten o'clock, um, like anybody want to call me
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, you know um,
2: so yeah, yeah, so you start sweating and panicking, so uh, it gives you a baseline, but you you do you have to still have contact inside that you know your customers his office right surgery scheduler hey what does this look like is anything changed um you know please keep me abreast if anything you know changes on your end while you're here on business hours because i've gotta i've gotta make
1: moves and it's not easy you know and so then you uh, do you have like a team then Mm because you can't be in more than one place right at at the same time so yeah three surgeries um you just have, a yeah. Team. So we, it's not we, like exclusive your territory. You have a team of people. We that have a
2: team that team, team of people, and they're they're you know given certain hospitals, accounts, or surgeons, um, and 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 we as kind of how our model set up. Once again, we're contracted with to sell you know specifically a company, and we have some other things that we do too um, to provide more services to the surgeons. But anyhow, we we run lean on 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 people and it's you know by design um so uh versus uh, someone that's a w-2 you know Mm -hmm. all direct employees maybe have more boots on the street uh but you know like i said we we like to run lean uh with people but we do we have a team and and you're kind of every everyone's doing something every day and and trying to you know piece that thing together
1: and so then in this team when a new hire comes on What's the one job that you guys like, oh we'll save that for the new guy? Oh uh-huh. yeah.
2: Right. <laughs> the new the new guy you always cut your teeth learning, you know, the, the there's a whole nother world that happens in the basement, right? In in <laughs> sterile processing and in working. and working and it's a very vital, it's very crucial. Um and, and to hey, learn to have good relationships with, with these people because they will save you when you need something done really quick. They'll prioritize you. Uh, but it, that's the tough thing is, is piecing everything together. The melee of what happened the day before you're looking at this mound of, of instruments and like, man, I got to put this all back together again and re-rack it and put imp, implants back in here and, and go again. And then, uh, then they have to go over to another hospital and do the same thing. And, and it never works out because we're fin- You know, supply chain is, is, is sure. a challenge and right. you know, what are we missing? what why yeah right. <laughs> why why is i have a set that's half the stuff is missing and we don't know why so uh yeah that's that's the big challenge you know we we always send the new the new person is the taking care of the the, the basement and 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 running the fedex and and is right. you know the, yeah. the grunt one work. That, yeah that and, sure and the leeches are fed yeah, yeah. yeah feed the leeches right <laughs> and and so and then you kind of progress and you're like hey we'll let you come up and see the daylight and, and we'll put you in the operating room and maybe and, give you a meal yeah. every now and then. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, that, really yeah, nice. we'll peanut butter jelly sandwich. Nice. That's fine. Um, you know, but, um, yeah, so it's, there's, there's a process to it. And, and so, and, and it doesn't, sometimes now it's, it's challenging to find that person that wants to kind of go through that prog- that, that process. So there is a lot of turnover there. Like now, nah, I think I'm 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 worth more, or I I need right. to be doing something different. And it's well, no, this is this yeah. is the way. This it's is how you go. cut your teeth. This is this right? how you cut your teeth. And there's and 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 you
0: earn you earn it right. So right. so uh, of course, patient outcome is is the most important thing long term for your business, right? Mm-hmm. If you have this great product, but eight months after somebody has it, they have to have it removed. That doesn't matter how great the product was. It turns out it wasn't great. Um, I, I I, wonder, like, how much of your business do you have to be focused? Because, really, you're in the sales business, right? You have uh-huh. great products, but you're in the sales business. How often do you have to focus on your competitors because they're making uh-huh. something similar or they're trying to kick up their technology for a better product? Right. Um, you're You are always looking over your your
2: shoulder right um no matter what you have because that's in spine there's so many competitors um i i don't think there's i think that's probably one segment of of the medical device that has so much competition interesting uh and because it's you know, people spin off out of the larger companies to smart start a smaller company or or the surgeons say hey like i I'm i I'm gonna start a company, yeah, right? And and they might vertical have vertical integration, right? Right. And so, uh, which is it, for for us, it's it's great because you know we're independent and and we can kind of look around to say, hey, you know, I don't offer that um, with my current you know, the current contract, and and so we kind of have some latitude to to go. And I think we're more value add to our customers. Say, hey, I don't, I we don't have that in our bag, but. I can reach out to that company, and yeah. we can get a contract with them and provide that for you. Gotcha. Um, so, so, but. You know, you rewind and as a W two employee, right? And yeah. you don't have that latitude. Right. You've got to go, hey, I I, I gotta uh, I gotta sell I, I I there's a box here and I've gotta sell what's in the box. And so sometimes, yeah, you 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 would lose business. Right. Um, I was gonna say
0: you run yeah. the risk of pissing off your current customers by getting new customers then.
2: Well, you're right, because they, they can be very territorial. They they, yeah. they like hey, I like you. I, I I I'm using your product. Yeah, it's good but I like you and, and, and kind of what you offer and provide, you know, to, to this environment here. And yeah, when you, Hey, I'm going to go over, you know, across yeah. town because somebody else is going to kind of sit in here with you today because I got the new guy over here using us. And so it's a, it's a dance, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to grow your business, but it, because you have to, you, as soon as you get complacent and say, all right, I've got, you know, three really good customers, my competitor just launched something new that's has maybe better outcomes or is easier to use. And all of a sudden now I just, you know, 30% of my business just got, got chopped. And now I have been working with or trying to work with new surgeons. And I'll tell you what, in this world, it's a, it it can be a long process to, to get a surgeon interested in using your product, but then getting it approved. Oh, yeah. That's the major challenge is the approval in in the hospitals and and the contracting.
1: So meaning the surgeon might like something, but Mm -hmm. he still has to run it by the the chief medical officer or whomever to say, this is why we should use it. But ultimately, they get to say, yeah, no, we're not going to go that route. Absolutely.
2: So this whole world of... Purchasing GPOs, they call them group group purchasing organizations, and 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 it's they kind of set the parameters, and all the companies are trying to race to contract themselves and pay pay to be on this GPO, right? For the GPO to say, hey, this is what your price should be, yeah, and 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 oh, by the way, and next year it's going to be five percent or ten percent less. But if you want to be in here and you want to play, uh, because the, these 20 healthcare systems are a part of this uh-huh. and that's how they do their contracting you got to be on it because there you know when i first started in in orthopedics and joint replacement you had a lot of private practice not a lot of hospital owned uh, right. surgeons there's been a big paradigm shift over the last you know 15 years of hey we're getting out of the private practice because of the medical malpractice insurance our overhead is so crazy yeah We've kind of been our hands been forced, right? So now the surgeon who maybe was contracted to work with a couple different healthcare systems, um, who could say, "Hey, I want this product, and and get it in here," and uh, it was done. And if you don't, I'm gonna take all my patients and I'm gonna go right down the road to your competitor. Yeah, and I'm gonna do my surgeries there because they said yes, they they will prove it. Now they're the surgeon kind of lost their leverage, right. and they said, "No, you are an employee. Um, this is what we're contracted with." And no, we're we're not yeah. gonna. So so that's 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 a a big thing. And and but I think there's some surgeons right now. and I may not see it in my time in this industry. Are now saying, "Whoa, hang on a second. Yeah. Right. Let. We, we now are working for somebody versus them working for us. Um, You're you're seeing some are going back to the the private model and trying to find how to be sustainable, but it's, they're, they're, they're coming up with a multi-discipline type of approach. Hey, I'm going to, op- when I open this up, I'm just not a spine. I'm going to have physical therapy in here. Yeah. I'm going to have mm-hmm. imaging in here. So it's, it's true entrepreneurial, uh, for them. And it's, that's a way I think will will help us in the industry I think, sure. down the road. But right now this is, this is what, what, you know, we're, we're just kind of told, yeah. you know, uh, this is what you got to do. Yeah. And, and if you don't like it, you know, sorry.
0: Yeah. Right. I've seen a lot of doctors doing that integration where, they literally um, start to say, okay, well, I work in, I don't know, hands, feet. And then you step three feet outside their office and they have a physical therapy area. Uh-huh. And you, know, you have to sign off on the little paperwork that says you know they're affiliated, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And they also know exactly what your insurance will pay for. So that's good for them, right? right. right. Um, but i am I'm, I'm very curious because... You'd mention, hey, getting this product at this price, certainly large hospital groups have an opportunity there to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Um, I never even thought of that. I, I really thought that if there's something that needs to be done for somebody's spine, knee, hip, whatever, that that was just a cost pass through to the hospital slash insurance company. But like, how much is price involved and what are some of the highest price versus lowest price types of devices that you have? So yeah, I mean it
2: is it is price. It's driven, you know, for profitability for for the you know the 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 uh, health systems. Um, because I have X, you know, price, but that's not what gets charged to the patient. Sure, it's you know so they
1: you know so there is a little bit of a markup what there, meaning and, that what your price is. When it goes to the patient, is it's a little bit higher, of course, because oh, they yeah, know yeah. the insurance probably mark up or the
2: insurance to the insurance and to, okay. to cover that, right? And so there is a, a little bit of a profit margin there for them. So that's why they kind of we get whittled down, and and and, and you know, i no woe is me here. I mean, we still, I mean, in our industry, you know, our we we can give the discounts but i mean we there's the company still there's mar, there's right. margins there right, right? Sure, there sure. if there wasn't margins there um we we wouldn't we be right? we wouldn't be right. in this we wouldn't be in this business right so um but it it is and and we, i think more so now with big group purchasing organizations they're uh trying to whittle down the number of companies that are allowed to come into their hospitals and in, into the health system to yeah. say hey Listen, I know there's 300 different spine companies we can you can choose from Doc, but we picked 3. Mm-hmm. And 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 most of the big players in, in, in this have what they need. It may not be their choice and that you know um but but it's like hey, because they gave us the best price. Right. And so yeah, we can there's it's ugh. There's certain things where it's wild you look on we can never give anything for free. I mean that's sure, yeah. It's illegal. Um but you could see some things that you know like hey, we're going to sell you this
0: widget for one penny. <laughs> right? Right? And so So one penny we found out is the low end of the widgets there you've is, seen.
2: There are there are some things out there that companies offer for sure. 1 cent. Um and it yeah, the, and so someone looks at me like wow, a penny. Right. Well, it, but it, and so it's like you look at it and you're like for, for us in the industry you kind of cringe a little bit and you're like listen like I, I get it we're trying we're trying to 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 you know expand our business yeah, and, that's and a everything cost, but, right. but but you know we're devaluing what we do a little yeah. bit right now and so it's a slippery slope we we want the business and 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 we want the volume right because this is a volume based type type industry and and so you're you're trying to scratch and claw but it's a slippery slope because hey uh, a health system down the road you know you know 2 hours says hey I heard that you're offering this right. to yeah. them for this price. You know, well, you know, yeah. you, you, you try to, t- well, you, your volume, their volume oh, yeah, double right. what you do. And right. then now yeah, they're offended. That's, that's and so, so sales. yeah, there is no, there's so much, uh, they, they try to say, Hey, we're going to keep this in house and keep it quiet as to what you're offering. It gets out. It does. Sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. So, uh, We'll see uh, how low how low we go with 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 pricing. It's still still coming down, and um, but I think some some large um, companies are saying, "All right, we're getting off. We're getting off yeah. the, the group purchasing organizations. We're going to go and we're going to say we've got the best. We got the best people in the field. We've got the best product, and and we're gonna we're gonna lose some business in in, in these. But I'm not giving this away. I'm not right. devaluing what what yeah. what we have to offer." Because, because there are, there's some, some, they'll good, keep coming good, back. Yeah. Keep cutting back. And, and, you know, it's like, yeah. Hey, you can't get a blood, blood from a rock. um, But their companies will, cause there's so many options. You, someone yeah. who's, who wants the business will say, I can do it. Yep. I right. can do it. Yeah. You mean, I, you mean I'm on here and I, I, I have a chance. Yep. I'll do it. So yeah, right. yeah, Chris someone, someone's this. always going to balk.
0: Chris learned this in his scalping business where he's like, well, I'm not selling those tickets for 10 bucks to go to the concert. I'll, I'll eat them first, right? right? It's not worth it.
1: Yeah, They're just going to ask for lower dammit. and lower. They'll be waiting for it. Right. I mean, Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift. That's I'm right. not just going to yeah. give these tickets away.
0: Yeah. I mean, Dell doesn't work for free. Why should you? Right. right. All right. So, yeah, in the global medical uh, device market size in 2023, uh-huh. is projected to be about 630 three billion Mm dollars so there's a lot out there oh i don't know if i got the highest price widget that you've seen come through the market you don't say what it is ah i mean well it in
2: in in i guess you have robotics right yeah yeah, is is kind of the 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 highest point and and but they're I mean shown to be very, very effective and you know, it's like in general surgery with robotics. That's gets very, very lofty. Sure. Um, but uh for for us, <laughs> you know, it's um nowhere near nowhere near that. Uh, you know, <laughs> so sell, you selling don't a, deal with a titanium screw. Right. Uh the the robotic robotics is, is entering into the spine world. Yeah. Yes, it's been there. We're we're getting into it now, first generation. Uh, it'll be interesting to see ten years from now what it what it looks like because it doesn't look the same as say right. general surgery and what the robotics that they have out there right now, which is pretty pretty unique. Um, so, but, but yeah, it's it's entering. But like it's your company
1: country. is in that, so you have to do a training on. I mean, you yourself, right? On how to here's how this robotic thing yeah. works and yeah, exactly. so that's probably exciting right like it it is now you're um, an engineer all of a sudden
2: yeah right, right. um it, it's kind of funny how the the, the different things that you got to have and learn and i mean you got to fill your head up there's only so much you know room in there but um uh yeah the robotics piece uh, I'm, I'm very very intrigued as to uh, what this looks like here down the road and and outcomes so right right, right now the first generation in it doesn't doesn't really, you know, tickle me right now yet. Um, but um, it, some of the things that they're working on right now is is pr-
0: pretty pretty cool. Now I, I have to ask this too because you know the name of this podcast is not in the job description. Mm-hmm. Anybody <laughs> who's in sales has to deal with dejection. Mm-hmm. How, how often do you just have your ass handed to you when you're trying to make an introduction to somebody? Oh man,
2: every day. Really, I mean, I think in our world we got about a three percent hit rate. Oh shit! Uh, I mean, it is a lot of no, not (laughs) interested. Yeah, not no, thank you, or hey, yeah, I will, but go talk to this person over here. And there's this 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 layer that you got to go through, and so that's why, yeah, you, you, like I said, it's it's a low success rate uh, with it, but. You know, the th- two or three percent can be uh, could be could be worth it as long as you're willing to kind of get through it. So but yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot of times, you know, through my career that, uh, um
0: you know, you sit sit there in a dark room and you're like, what am I doing? So, Dan, you mentioned something earlier uh, about COVID and I wanted to f- circle back on that because. I only imagine during that time frame when people weren't doing any kind of surgery. I mean, pe- hospitals were essentially closed unless you had COVID, and certainly any kind of surgery that was elective was off the table. Um, I'm sure some of those surgeons were able to squeak by in those couple of years. You know, they maybe put a couple bucks together. But that had to really impact the medical device industry, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're still uh, there was some lean years, uh, you know, there during
2: that, but I mean, the first wave here in Ohio, I mean, we'll just say here, what, what affected us the first, the first shutdown six, it was six weeks. Um, and we still did, you know, there were still traumas that that had to be, but yeah, the volume was definitely not there. And, and I think some of us were like, okay, all right. You know, we, if you're in this business long enough, you kind of, Hey, you put a little bit because we're commission only, right? right? You got to put a little bit away sure. um, to to weather you know loss of business. Good advice and, for anyone. Yeah, by the way. yeah. You know, learn. Don't spend your money all at once, yeah. right? Be smart. But um, yeah, it, it. And then the second wave, right, where we were shut. That was that was a because ch- it was longer, and, and they said, "Hey, listen, we're not making any exceptions for for stuff, right?" Um, we were really really shut down for for about. 2 months. Um and so we've dug out of that. Surgeons, you know, have been really I think when they came back cuz no one was traveling. Right. Right? So so you normally these surgeons like they might have 8 weeks of vacation a year. Right. And they would take time off work hard, you know, take some time off. Well, as soon as we got through that and they had all these patients that, you know, canceled in clinic and off the elective surgery schedule. All we did, we came out of came out of the pandemic and it was like all we did was work. Yeah. work, 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 work,
0: work, because they've got a line of people, a out line the door. of
2: people trying to get through what was canceled. And, and so I think that stressed the, the, it, it stressed the industry. It stressed, you know, what we have from, from an inventory standpoint, it's stressed the healthcare systems out because now people are like, wow, like we are just grinding grinding so hard, um, to, to, to try to get through all this and, and this new world, you know, post COVID. So, um, I, I, it's anytime you get a pause, uh, from elective surgery, It listen, it's not going anywhere. It's, it's, it's going to be there and it's going to be twice as much right. and now, now there's this panic of, God, do I have enough sitting around oh, to, wow. to help us get through? Oh um, yeah, your supply chains so, had to
0: be destroyed too.
2: Just, and we're still trying to figure it out and trying to get through it because, you know, not you don't manufacture your own own products. Right. Not a lot of companies do. Uh, some do, uh, but so they can kind of control that. And uh, when you're relying on third party entities to manufacture that, now you have that whole caveat, and and you know how well do they manage their business and right. can they get people to come back to work? And so, yeah, um, it's, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of, like I said, sleepless nights, um, yeah. wondering how I'm going to piece it together because they're, the surgeries are happening. They're not stopping them. They need them. And so <laughs> figure it out yeah. where it's the next man
0: up. You're back to those wooden knees, pulling them out of the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the stop no, room. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's kind of
2: one of those things you kind of panic and you look around you're like, Oh my God, uh, you know, how, how are we going to do this? And, and it's, but, hey your competitor beside you's like man we're going through the same yeah, shit right, right now right, right. um and, he, and so it's um uh, it's it's tough um so it's it's stressed it's stressed us um and and so hopefully hopefully we learn something from it i uh 3 years you know post pandemic i I'm not hundred percent sure uh, we've we've learned uh, so we'll see uh, you know yeah. I, I reserve hope for it, but yeah we're, we're, we're trying to figure it out. yeah, it's going to take a few years to get yeah. a lot of the
0: uh, right manufacturing and everything ironed out. You just yeah. don't turn that off for a long period of time and expect to flip a light switch that's for sure it it's not did not happen
2: and and it, I, like I said, I know the elective surgeries the 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 switch was flipped, and it's coming but yeah. you know uh the industry
0: is is trying to trying to recover from from that. Well this is about the time in the podcast where I asked my co-host Chris what do we learn today?
1: Yeah, um I learned that the new guy gets stuck in the basement feeding the leeches.
0: That's true. It is <laughs> true. I've heard that. Uh, that's <laughs> on a t-shirt somewhere I think. Right, right. <laughs> I learned that um you know, next time I talk to my doctor, I'm going to have to ask some questions because it sounds like if they're associated with a larger hospital, they may have narrowed their focus to a very few products. So I'm going to keep Dan in my back pocket whenever you know my back starts going out because I feel it coming. <laughs> yeah, Call me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Dan, for uh, talking with us today. I'm Scott McLaughlin. I'm Chris Kiernan. Saying
1: we'll see, see you at work. work. Thank you for listening to the Not in the Job Description podcast. If you have a story you'd like to share, or if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, please let us know by sending us an email with a brief description of your story to stories at notinthejob.com.